Let's open our Bibles tonight to Luke chapter 13 and verses 6 to 9. The Gospel of Luke chapter 13 verses 6 to 9. Can somebody read it for me please tonight? Luke chapter 13 verses 6 to 9. He also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, Look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well. But if not, after that you can cut it down. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight I want to title the message, Do Yourself a Favor. Look at somebody and say, Do Yourself a Favor. Hallelujah. Amen. We are coming to the end of this year, into the last month of this year. And God's desire over our lives is to be blessed and fruitful. God wants us to enjoy the favor of God. He wants us to bask in His grace, in His glory. So tonight, do yourself a favor. Open your heart, open your mouth and say, Lord, here I am. Jesus, here I am. Whatever you speak to me, with open heart, I will receive it. Amen. I will not allow any of my affections, any of the things that help me back from you to hinder what you have to tell me. I will surrender all that and I will listen to you, Lord. My heart is open. My mind is receptive. My ears are open to hear from the Lord, whether to bless, whether to correct. I am here, Lord. Some of the Lord said uh, while we are worshiping, some of you, this is going to be a second chance, a third chance. Hallelujah. It's the grace of God. The Bible says the goodness of the Lord that leads man to repentance. Repent. Turn away from unwanted things and bask in the goodness of God. Bask in the grace of God. Do yourself a favor. Hallelujah. Amen. How do you do that? Number one. Hallelujah. How do you do yourself a favor? Number one. Maintain a quality spiritual life. Don't get lazy. Don't get lax. Don't get lukewarm. Hallelujah. Just say that I want to have a quality relationship with Jesus. I want to completely depend on the Lord. Don't fake a relationship. The Pharisees, the Sadducees used to fake. The religious nuts used to. Hallelujah. They went to them those days, you know, they went to the synagogue. You go to the church. They tithe, you tithe. But their heart was far away. They were, Bible calls them hypocrites. Brood of vipers. Because inside there was a lot of poison, a lot of bitterness, a lot of judgmental attitude, a lot of criticism. They were outside. The Bible calls it this way, form of godliness. Outside everything godly. But inside no power. They lacked the power of God inside. They were Friday Christians, Sunday Christians. Or tonight in our uh, ways we can say Thursday Christians. That's not what God wants. He wants us to quality relationship with you. Hallelujah. Not only have a real relationship, Jesus, have a quality relationship with the people of God. Don't fake the relationship with God's people. 
have a healthy relationship with who God has given. Look, look at the Acts chapter 14 and the 20th verse. Acts chapter 14 and the 20th verse. Something powerful. After the disciples gathered around him, he got up and went into the town. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derb. Slowly. After the disciples gathered around After him, the disciples gathered around him. He got up. He got up and went into the town. And went into the town. That's enough. What you survive in life is determined by who surrounds you. The Bible says Paul was stoned, almost dead, but he got up. Because the disciples were surrounding him. Many people would have died there, but because the disciples surrounded Paul, he got up. He survived the stone peddlers. He survived that incident. And he got up and continued with the ministry. Aren't you glad? I'm so glad that this year, hallelujah, in crucial times, hallelujah, people like my spiritual father, other ministers of the gospel who, are, who love, other co-workers who have surrounded me in some crucial times because you survive, hallelujah, tough times. You survive in life determined by who surrounds you. Hallelujah. I remember my father having a very serious heart operation. But there were Pastor Rajis, there were many people who loved him, surrounded him in prayer. And something that could have, would have been a very, very serious operation. My dad came out of it supernaturally. The operation was supernatural. Hallelujah. The doctor that needs to do it came right in time from America. Praise the Lord. Right in time. Otherwise, the stranger doctor would have done it and could have be a complication but you survive your survival is determined by who surrounds you tonight i pray that your eyes shall be open to the people god has given to surround you in love in prayer the actual people who cares for you may your eyes be open to their lives may they appear into your life hallelujah praise god tonight in the name of jesus hallelujah i'm glad for good and faithful disciples of jesus God has given in the city of Bangalore, in the city of Kottayam, in many places, wherever I go, in the city of Cochin, our home church, hallelujah, pastor and the co-workers, everybody that is surrounded, such a blessing to live a life like that. It's called the life of favor. Do yourself a favor. Have quality. Even if you don't have built much money. Hallelujah. Have quality relationship with Jesus. Quality relationship with people God has ordained over your life. Everything else will follow. Hallelujah. May you have destiny helpers. People who are highly favored of God. People who walk in the anointing. People who are disciples of Jesus Christ. Surrounding your life. Hallelujah. I remember years back when my youngest son was about a year i mean second son was a year and the serious ear operation was told him he said you have to do it the doctor says there is no way out hallelujah and i still remember a pastor and another man of god surrounding me hallelujah i was in a time of fasting and i said lord i'm going to fast and pray till the boy gets healed i don't want to put him in a such a uh, you know operation at this young age in three days time on the third day hallelujah i remember my pastor and this man of god releasing a word 
immediately my son got up and never ever he had a ear problem again hallelujah praise god hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord amen it is so important to have healthy relationships it's so important to have destiny helpers who has an anointing to surround your life number two do yourself a favor how live your life on purpose it is only a life of purpose that will be a life of profit it is only a life of perfect purpose that you will see built up into a spiritual home built up into something strong for the lord built up on the word of god a life of purpose the bible says daniel a man who are highly favored by the lord purposed in his heart that he will not defy himself with the delicacies of the king because he had already as a purpose the delicacies of the king of babylon did not tempt him because he was living a life of purpose it was in his heart when you live a life of purpose you will not feel like hugging somebody hallelujah that who is not your wife amen and and or, or, or going after flirting and other kind of temptations because why you're living a life of purpose holiness is more important i mean vision is more important than holiness because one who has a vision a purpose will always live a holy life hallelujah look at the daniel who is highly favored of the lord in the loving he was in the most unclean place in babylon but dirt did not touch him because he's purposed hallelujah make a decision to develop your potential the calling the gifts that is inside of you your gift will determine your lift look at two people and say your gift will determine your lift you neglect your gift you neglect your lift god has given you gifts don't despise it maximize the opportunities you get have a sense of urgency don't say i will do later don't procrastinate don't get stagnated hallelujah when you find an opportunity to share the lord share the lord opportunity evangelize evangelize share the testimony share the testimony opportunity to forgive forgive whatever opportunities to release the love of jesus do it looking at coming back to the scripture that we read for three years the owner of the vineyard is looking to see some fruit he planted to bear fruit the bible says god hates time and space wastage when you read the same scripture in the ampc the classical amplified version it says so he said to the wine dresser see here for these three years i've come looking for the fruit on this fig tree and i find none cut it down why should it continue also to use up the ground to deplete the soil to intercept the sun and take up room god says i don't want you to take up the space i don't want you to space wastage i want to see this tree bear fruit pastor said while he was praying to the lord said to him as we come to the end of the year we need four apps everybody say apps that you need close to your life close to this year you know four apps just as when we have an internet connection but you need the apps to watch on netflix or uh, what else i forgot 
a hot star or cricket or Facebook. You need an app. You need an app to navigate through the internet. So God said you need these four apps to close your ear well. We need to close this ear well. Every businessman would say towards the end of the year, they, what, they do what is called stock checking. They check the stocks. One man of God said, life is a business that must be stock checked continually to determine profitability, viability, and liability. Hallelujah. A wise businessman or an inventor will periodically check the stock. Big companies have an annual general meeting where they look to see the business is doing well. And they give their balance sheet to the shareholders and so that the shareholders can look through. But what happens to many believers is that they transit through life very casually and end up miserably because they don't even have an interest of a businessman to check their spiritual quality, to check their spiritual life, whether, whether certain things are of liability and if it is so, to remove it. If you don't take stock of your life, you don't know where you are. You don't know where you're supposed to be heading. And you don't know what you're supposed to be doing right now. A child of God, the church of Jesus Christ is deeply loved and highly favored. You are an investment of God. God has invested. As I'm coming uh, to celebrate my 40 years, I was thanking the Lord for the investment he has made. God has made an investment and God expects me to bear fruit in the same way. From the time that you are born again, not from the time, actually from the time that you are knitted in the mother's womb, God has made an investment. And while you have become born again, God has continued to invest into your life, expecting the fruit. That's why you are listening to this message. He has given you Jesus. He has given you his word. He has given you the Holy Spirit. He has given you the things sense of the things of the ages to come. He has invested in you. He has planted you in a church. He has given you a pastor. He has given you other men of God. He has given you brothers and sisters. He is investing into you. Many people don't realize that. God is investing in them. Hallelujah. Even tonight, the word is being invested into you. Why? Because people have a share in your life. Maybe it is your family, your friends or generations to come. They have a share in your life. What God has invested is not just for you to enjoy and live your life full and do what you want. Other people are supposed to eat the fruit from you. They have an investment into your life. You are responsible for the next generation. You are responsible for your children. You are responsible to the church. You are responsible to your neighbors. When God did something into you, there was a reason behind it. God expected you, some people to see the fruit and pluck it and eat it and be saved, healed, delivered. God has put an investment. Never forget it. Hallelujah. God wants you to be productive, fruitful, and not non-productive. God is checking every year to see his garden is doing, how every tree planted in his garden is doing. And he comes upon one tree and said, oh, this is not producing fruit. He says, I've come to look for fruit, but you're not producing for fruit for three years. So Lord said, let's do something. Let's apply certain things. Let's put some manure. Apply at least. You know what I'm saying? Manure. Let's, let's see. Let's put another dimension into your life. Hallelujah. 
even in your business if it is not growing apply certain things into your business and see whether it will bear fruit how to apply certain things so so your business will go into the next level your marriage will go into the next level are you applying something or are you getting bored of of your marriage bored of your business take this into other spheres of your life and see because god has invested much into you and expecting much out of you there are many people who are walking aimlessly as if just to exist for them failure and success does not mean anything although they are trying to be successful they act as if it does mean anything to them they are trying but they they act of you know just aimless they take for granted many things that god has given them they don't value people value things they just spend and don't invest they don't enjoy because of that they don't enjoy multiplication fruitfulness they just going through the motions of life hallelujah i like paul speaking to timothy says remember as a childhood as a child how god has inv- taught you holy scriptures says i god has invested you timothy timothys are listening to me remember those days of taught scriptures to you what have you doing with that scriptures how are you applying it to your life the reason the lord is sending this word tonight into your life is that the lord is want to tell somebody that barrenness is going to get over into your life god is going to break the spirit of barrenness over your life that you are going to be fruitful for the glory of jesus christ put your hands together tonight declare over your mouth i am going to be tonight is the last day last night of barrenness i am going to be fruitful in the favor of god by the grace of god god is going to break off barrenness of my life the past history of failure and not productivity is going to come to an end let not the history define your future tonight hallelujah it's not the results of the last year you know sometimes people say because of the covid 19 everything has been under the lockdown how do you expect me to be fruitful it is not covid 19 or the lack of it determines your productivity or the lack of productivity it is only jesus it is abiding in him hallelujah that you bear fruit hallelujah lockdown does not matter government comes government goes laws come laws change it doesn't matter as long as you abide with the lord hallelujah glory to god you and i will become fruitful in the place god has planted us hallelujah what is determined is jesus hallelujah so the results of this year doesn't matter the holy spirit of god is saying he's giving you to give another chance again he's going to give another chance again he's going to apply certain things into your life that is favor of god come on tonight as i'm saying this word god is applying favor into your life he's applying grace of god into your life you don't know what is going to come into your life but god is going to apply something into your life that changes everything tonight hallelujah Amen. That is called the charis of God. The blessing of God is going to be poured out into your life. The charis grace, the unmerited favor of God. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive it tonight. 
while you are listening that things that um, negativity leave your life tonight everything that is negative leave tonight in the blood name of Jesus victory by the blood of Jesus tonight hallelujah glory to God the results of this year do not matter as much as having a right heart and the attitude for the next year, for the strategies for the next year that the Holy Spirit gives. All that which is important is the right position of your heart. Cling to the Lord. Be close to the Lord. Be close in prayer. Be close to the presence of God. Be close to church of God. As long as your position of your heart is right, Holy Spirit will download certain things into your spirit. The heavenly strategies will be downloaded into your spirit tonight. It doesn't matter what you have gone through, maybe success, maybe failure, maybe a suffering of rejections, maybe certain diseases that has attacked you. What matters is what you are going to put in place for the next year. Hallelujah. 2020 is coming to an end, but you have to allow the Holy Spirit of God, hallelujah, to download strategies into your heart. Your heart is going to be put in the right place. So tonight, you have to say, Lord, I receive it tonight in the name of the Lord. Let those apps be downloaded into my life in the name of Jesus. The Spirit-led strategies be downloaded into my heart tonight. Hallelujah. Into my marriage, into my business, into my work, into every area of my life. The Spirit-led things. All those who are led, hallelujah, by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. There are many people, it is said, that who are already downloaded a God strategy for their ministry, for their business, for everything that they represent for 2021. Some of us are still crying over 2020. And here we are wondering, you know, some of us not crying also, some of us is only wondering how I'm going to belt for the Christmas. You know, my, <laughs> my trainer uses the word belt. Basically means, hallelujah, how I'm going to hog for all the food, all the cake. That's all our vision. Our vision is Christmas 25, Christmas Day, where the world celebrates Christmas 25th, what plum cake. Some of you think we're all gathered together as friends and what uh, uh, whisk, uh, scotch that we are going to buy. Hallelujah. Today we should be have chicken biryani or mutton biryani or fish biryani. These are the thoughts. These are the, our vision. Praise the Lord. Endu gudiyum, endu chavakiyum. Ninda vairana, ninda devam. In the Bible, your stomach, your belly, the Bible says your God. Where unnu illa, where unnu ariyanda. But tonight, people who have already spent time in the presence of God. Allow the Holy Spirit download certain stuff into their lives. What they know sure for 2021, they know there are certain things that are going to happen. The Holy Spirit has shown them certain productivity, certain fruitfulness, certain supernatural ideas. Come on, God has positioned you in prayer. Hallelujah. That you will cover every loss of 2020 in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Even tonight, if you receive it, let the grace and the favor of God abound upon you tonight in the name of the Lord. You are going to recover every loss. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 
So the first app that you need is appreciation. Everybody says the first app is appreciation. Amen. The other day people celebrated Thanksgiving. In Northern America, they gave thanks. Tonight, if you're listening to this message, you got to thank the Lord for where you are today. No life have improvement without having appreciation. Appreciation is to your destiny what yeast is to the flour. Say it again. Appreciation is what is to your destiny what yeast is to your flour. To make you grow. How many of you appreciate Jesus for the life God has already given you? If there is life inside of you, so many people attacked by Corona, so many people have lost their lives. If the life is inside of you, how many of you are thankful? Jesus, I am alive today. Praise God. I have a good report. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God has brought me thus far. God has taken me through the pandemic. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you will lift your both the hands and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Certain things we take it for granted. Hallelujah. Because the dead cannot praise the Lord. If you were dead, you wouldn't be hearing this message. You know, pastor said, as a pastor, he had to do many funerals. And he said, at times he does not like doing it. But what he said is, if he's a believer, he has a hope that, okay, you'll see him in heaven. He's gone to the Lord. Uh, or, you know, we'll see him when Jesus comes. But he says, when a person dies, Life is over. It's over. Over for you, maybe over for many people. It doesn't matter what you ate yesterday, what your plans were, what you did yesterday. It's just over. It's over. All over. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Tonight, don't take it for granted. One thing that you don't have control over you is the heartbeat of your life. The one who has gotten control, be careful that you forget about him. Right now, people are in hospitals, not thinking about the Christmas or next year. People in hospitals are thinking about how to get out of there. Life is a gift God has given you. Take some time in this month of December. Take time with your family every day to appreciate and thank Jesus for the gift of life. It's an app that you need to download into your spirit and say, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord, for the breath of life. I mean, if, uh, if, if this uh, nature is there, I mean, you will never, never, ever get out of your life. Hallelujah, and complain before the Lord. Other day, somebody was telling me who just came out of, uh, I mean, who just came out of cancer and said, after the chemo, you know, it was so, so difficult to go through the bathroom. I mean, it was so painful, hallelujah, to go to the bathroom. So he said, every time that I go to the bathroom, I lift the hand, lift my eyes to the Lord and said, thank you, Jesus. So, I mean, I can go without any pain because you should see the stars. I mean, there are so many things that we need to be thankful for. Your heart is pumping about a hundred thousand times a day. Can you imagine that? A hundred thousand times. If you had a car and if it kept going like the heart, it would break down. We need to service it. Change the oil. Engine complaint. But just look at you. You're breathing. 
You have life. You are sitting there. Hallelujah. You are sitting there and sulking. Lift your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Giver of life. I thank you, Lord. I learned to appreciate you right now, Lord. If I've not appreciated, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm just so grateful. What a life that you've given me, Lord. Amen. Number two, appreciate the things that you already have. Some of us are miserably looking at things, miserably looking at things you don't have. Sometimes, you know, so comparing with the life around you. We are in a rat race of the world. Oh, he has two houses. I have only one. He has three cars. You know, I, do, I, I have only one. I mean, we are so comparing with the world. We forget the thing that we have one. Hallelujah. Don't live your life trying to impress people. Don't even dress up to impress people. You do it to please the Lord alone. Don't buy gifts for somebody else with a loan just because another person bought an expensive gift. Don't take a loan and buy somebody else a gift to, you know, look big. Don't buy stuff to compete with somebody else or to impress somebody else. Nabasa said something beautiful. He said, here's a principle in life. What you don't have, you don't need. Hallelujah. You can pray before the Lord, you can bring the desire, but at the time you don't, if you don't have it right now, you don't need it. Hallelujah. Yes, when you present yourself for the Lord, you need to look sharp and good. If you can afford a good pair of pants, shirt, and look good, buy it. But be content with what you have. But not where you are. Be content with what you have. You can still move forward. Go from there. There is a God who supplies. But be content of where you are, of what you have. Not where you are, what you have. You still need to pray and move forward from there. Go forward from there. Appreciate him for what he has done for you already. Be content with what he has given you. Not where you are, but appreciate for what is given you. Because we don't want to stay where we are. We need to progress. Life is in faces. It is said life is, life is in, life are in faces. There might be certain things you can't buy today, but it's in stages. Be content with what you have. Be grateful to the Lord. Don't take a loan and buy a car or house. Whatever that you have, be content. Pray, ask God for his favor. And see what God wants to give you. You should have the attitude where when somebody has something that you really wanted, you don't allow it to intimidate you or to make you inferior. Right now, you know, you have to think like this. Right now, uh, do you know that the first world country like the U.S. is behind India? It's, 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 it's uh, uh, Wednesday over there. It's Wednesday morning there if you're listening this on a Friday evening. It's Wednesday morning. I mean, or Wednesday evening. We, we, we are on a Friday night. I mean, Thursday night. So we are way ahead, at least in the time zone. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that some other nations might be in the dark. They might be behind us, but their morning is coming. In the same way, Life is in faces. You might be in the dark, but your morning will come. 
uh, look at somebody and say, my morning will come. Your morning will come. Hallelujah. When you contend and appreciate for what he has given you, you see that life is in stages. When God sees your life, he will want to be multiply you and to bless your life. But tonight, you might not be there everything that you want to be. But be content. Your morning will come. What you don't have today, he will give it to you tomorrow. But don't be upset and feel inferior and waste your energy and all that. Have a thankful heart. Pastor said when he was in a country where there was a lot of killing in the streets and they said it's because of poverty, people are killing for money. But pastor said no, they're killing because of lack of contentment. You get envious, upset, angry when somebody else gets something. You've been praying, fasting, doing all this and suddenly you're saying, oh my God, why am I, my family, why am I not getting blessed? Why is the problem not sorted out? Why is it happening? You feel miserable, waiting and waiting and waiting. Open your eyes and thank the Lord for what he has given you already. Hallelujah. And tonight, when you do that, he will deliver you out of every misery. He will deliver you, call upon him. Hallelujah. And he will deliver you, the Bible says. He will deliver you out of six and the seven troubles. It doesn't matter. Then multitude, I, I feel somebody who's watching me, you are saying, Pastor, I don't have one trouble. I have many manifold troubles. Tonight, God is sending you manifold deliverances. Hallelujah. According to the number of trouble, God is sending his deliverance over your life tonight. That tonight be the night that every hallelujah trouble in your life be broken up to break away tonight and bring you into a perfect rest in the name of the lord hallelujah thank you jesus appreciate god for the people in your life the people who will add value into your life it might be your boss your spouse your children your parents your pastor appreciate means to let that person know you mean to something. That's something that is absent. We don't tell the people how much they mean to, the, mean to you, the kind of blessing. I mean, we are very stingy with our words. Appreciation adds value to a person. And that person can move out of the negative field very quickly when somebody appreciates that person. Especially parents who are old, appreciate them. It will energize them, make them healthy. Never commonize the people who add value to your life. Look at two people and say, never commonize the people who add value to your life. I remember years back, I asked somebody, why did you call your spiritual father for a very important uh, celebration of your life? And that person said, if I had to call my spiritual father, I have to call every other person in the church. That's why I didn't call the spiritual father. Commonize the spiritual father. I said, not needed. Your spiritual father is here. Never commonize an act of God. When God does something, we take it for so granted. Hallelujah. The second app is appraisal. Appraisal. Amen. 
everybody say appraisal it's an act of assessing something or someone a stock check this year can you take this week and this couple of weeks to write down and see how 2020 went how was it personally for you appraise your relationship with god and man do yourself a favor that's what our talk is do yourself a favor appraise your relationship with god take a stock check hallelujah praise god. assess your relationship with god and man assess your relationship with god where am i spiritually appraise your relationship with god how much am i praying and worshiping the lord how much am i studying the word am i evangelizing hallelujah petra church hallelujah see if you are not next the final year days of this month give it for evangelization tell about jesus possibly every other person send the link of the retreat that you're why why you're watching send the link of the malayalam retreat from malayalam community send the link to do the digital evangelization hallelujah tell a special word is going to be released watch this put it in your you put all the rubbish in your status and in your facebook all the hallelujah unwanted jokes that is not going to build anyone i'm not against all that even i put some once in a way but put the word of god put put the link to the service so that somebody who watches maybe five minutes of this word can be built up maybe the five minutes of this word can change his life maybe the call when the holy spirit tell to call somebody and speak to that person can change his life forever if you ask Savan Navas, he will tell you even today it was one call that i was led to do 10 years back i think hallelujah that's right 10 years back while i was sitting in my prayer room god said call this person you have never i've only seen him once so call him that changed his life now he's serving the lord hallelujah do that am i am i giving god has blessed me so much what is the level of my giving who are the people in my circle that i need to show a difference that I know to show a speciality because they're special I cannot commonize their love their relationship the people who stood with you the people who have st stuck with you the people who within good times and bad times in the Facebook app if you have friends and if you have more than 5,000 friends it's a maximum number of friends I think one can have. The app by itself will begin to remove people who are not active, who doesn't come and do, no likes. They're just occupying space. If Facebook does that, God is not expecting somebody to just occupy your space in your life. You need to see who's making a difference in your life, who is adding to your life. Hallelujah. Otherwise, you need to just delete them, some of them. <laughs> There are many people who are not necessary for the next phase of your life. If you carry them, they will destroy your destiny, block your destiny. Some friends has to be deleted. I've seen as a pastor, when somebody has backslidden, they have deleted the right people and they've added the wrong people. Tonight, you have to do the flip. Add on don't occupy the space add the right people in delete the wrong people out
there were might be friends who are friends with you yesterday but today you just know them there are relationships you need to say hi and just leave it there are relationship you don't need to invest in any relationship you don't want to invest in your life any relationship you don't invest in your life you lose it because you lo- lose value of it hear this any relationship you don't invest in your life the right relationship sometimes when you don't invest it in them you lose it over a period of time whether it's your husband your wife a boss a little bit of contribution is needed in every relationship sometimes many relationships are broken it's because they did not invest into it as a pastor they come and they blame every tom dick and harry but they've never invested in the way they should have appraise your investments on god yourself and on your career anything you don't invest in you don't value you don't invest in the church because you don't value the church some people come pastor you are our spiritual father but i am going to another church i said what a nonsensical statement <laughs> anybody who does not love the church i pastor actually does not love me i'll see hope i'll look speak the truth at the end of this year you have to invest in prayer sacrifice tithing whatever the bible says to invest church is important the ministry is important you need to be fast faithful available submissive teachable to be a part of this great ministry that god has entrusted and invested into you not by your faithfulness but by his faithfulness bible says paul the great apostle said not because i was good i was ignorant i was stupid by bible says his mercy god has counted me faithful to give me in this ministry when god count me faithful when i was not faithful how much more i should be faithful and i should be serving the lord the bible says with awe and godly fear it's not a simple thing everybody who ministers with me know anybody who comes to onto the stage casually i'll get upset hallelujah you have to appraise where your treasure is your heart is there it is said that where your money goes is where your heart is and where your treasure is there your heart is appraise your money that you know where your heart is by the way that you spend your money you need to look at your life and say where are the things i need to improve what are the books that i should read some of you desperately needs to read books on marriage i mean go to a neil t anderson and read the book in of on marriage go to a derek prince and read a book in marriage don't read any tom dick and harry and get stupid counsel or some of you need a zoom counseling from pastor chako itself 
look at somebody and say invest personally invest personally amen one person told pastor that he spends 10% of his in income on himself you know rest he use it up the problem <coughs> the problem is some of us is just, we just spend everything on ourselves we're so selfish you have to invest it in things that will build you up that has value in the kingdom of god when you're saying investing in on yourself not speaking about investing in clothes your value is not based on what you wear but what you carry anything that improves you that changes you is where you spend your money not buying the latest designer stuff if you have money no problem but more important is not what you wear but what you carry what is the use of wearing a suit coming here i don't have anything to give it to you an anointing to impart it to you a carry invest into something an anointing that carry invest into a relationship to receive an impartation that i carry amal endha kaari kore valuthu lot of unnecessary jokes is what you carry i mean it has its own place you make somebody laugh but carry the glory carry the anointing carry what matters to transform lives carry your word in the season how you use your time time is something that will take you into your future without your permission how you spend your time when you waste your time you're wasting your life 3 years the victory do yourself a favor 3 years wasted lift your hands and say i need to download these apps into my life to be fruitful for the glory of jesus christ for jesus sake i receive it tonight in jesus name amen i close fast number 3 application Somebody read for the book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 2 to 4. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. That he may run who reads it. The bridge between information and wisdom is application. For the vision is... Uh, that, that's enough. Oh, you can read it. for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it will speak and it will not lie though it tarries wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry amen you have information but it's only information till you act in it it becomes wisdom the knowledge is in your head the understanding is in your heart understanding that is applied is called wisdom wisdom is the application of god's in every area of your life hallelujah that's why proverbs 4 says wisdom is the principal thing if there is a principal in a college is the highest authority just as that wisdom is the highest authority in the kingdom of god that's why james chapter 17 if anybody lacks in wisdom he should ask and god gives him liberally without reproach it's something solomon asked there is demonic wisdom through which the devil operates there is godly wisdom which is of good fruit the bible said can bring fruitfulness 
Some of you saying, I've been hearing on so much of word, but where do I need to apply? People know things. As a matter of fact, preachers find it hard to preach because now people know everything. They are Google by themselves. But you look at people and say, have you applied it? Somebody said 20% of what you know Or what you know if you apply in your life. 20% of you know if you apply in your life, your life will take off. At least 20%. It will automatically change the direction of your thinking. When it changes the direction of your thinking, it will, what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It will change the direction of your life. Tonight this word is bringing clear thinking. Everybody say clear thinking. Lift your hands and say the grace to apply tonight, Lord. Give me the grace to apply what I've learned in the name of Jesus. Amen. Matthew chapter 7 and 2 says, see how to apply. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also for them. For this is the law and the prophets. What you want, you are applying into somebody else. What you want, you're doing for somebody they will do it for you. What you want, you're applying it to somebody else. Zig Zagler, the great writer said, you can get anywhere in life if you can assist others to where they're going. Hallelujah. If you can assist, you know, something which I've heard in the past, what you make it happen for others, God will make it happen for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Apply. Do yourself a favor. Apply the word. Forgive those who have hurt you. Avoid strife. A man of God once said, those who strive for excellence don't strive with people. Every invitation to bitterness is an invitation to backslide. Write it somewhere. Every invitation to bitterness is an invitation. It's a bait to catch you. It's a bait to backslide. Don't let anybody lead you to enmity. It's like hate somebody so that so much that you're drinking the poison and thinking. You know, it's like drinking a poison thinking you will die. Don't drink that poison from the enemy. Tonight may your bitter waters may turn sweet. If there is bitterness in your mouth, lot of bitter words coming out of your mouth tonight may your tongue be cleansed through this word tonight in the name of the lord like naomi may you be pleasant again that mara out of your life tonight in the name of jesus hallelujah glory to god as the year is coming to our end you heard about favor apply it tonight in the name of jesus and number four i finish with this the fourth app that you need to use approach how you're going to approach 2021 you have to place a value on your life for processes and procedures you don't automatically get somewhere there are processes that God takes you through there are procedures yesterday I told you it's not about instant success it's about constant success there are procedures whether a ministry a business you got to know the process and the procedures. That's the approach. 
if you are not interested in the process and procedures that God takes you through, you will only watch and God will also only watch. You have to cooperate with Him in the procedures. Don't question Him in the procedures. By faith and patience, Abraham inherited the promise. You have to wait through the procedures. Thank you, Jesus. It's an interesting scripture. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and the 15 verse, it says, The labor of fools wearies them, for they do not even know how to go to the city. He does not know the approach, how to go to the city. He does not even know how to go. Fools wearies them. He does not know the approach. He's working, striving, but does not know to the way to the city. Some of us want to be fruitful, but we don't know how to approach it. You want to step into the ministry, but don't have the wisdom to approach it. You don't like submitting. You don't like principles. You don't like procedures. You just want God to do it for you somehow. God doesn't do it anyhow. He does it through the word. Romans 14, 12. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. God is telling. Tonight, while you are listening to us, every one of us will have to give an account of himself to God. One day, we will have to approach God and stand before him. Every one of us, when you live, live with the consciousness of eternity. I'm not telling you that you'll die. I'm saying one day you'll have to stand before God. Every one of us, you are maybe a pastor, apostle, sheep, evangelist, teacher, we all will have to stand. Live with the consciousness of that. When you say things, live with the consciousness of that. When you attack things, people, live with the consciousness of that. This might not be a normal talk that you hear every week, but as 2020 is coming to an end, 2021 is going to start. God gave this word through my spiritual father. You can prepare yourself for 2021. Do yourself a favor. Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord.